0: Jupiter and Gemini. 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 Hey, friends, welcome to another episode of Jupiter and Gemini. I'm your host, Chelsea, with Noble Lion Prince. Hey friends, welcome to a new episode of Jupiter and Gemini. As some of you might know, if you follow me on Instagram, I had my wisdom teeth removed last week, and it's been an incredibly hard and excruciatingly painful journey for me. So I am here, I am showing up to the fullest potential that I have available, but I may seem a little out of sorts because I'm still honestly medicated and trying to get through this process. So if I don't seem like myself, (laughs) that might explain why, but I'm showing up for you guys because you always show up for me and I love you and I appreciate you. So let's talk about the full moon in Sagittarius we have on Saturday, June 3rd, 2023, happening at 9.40 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So this full moon is happening at 13 degrees Sagittarius and the sun will be opposite in 13 degrees of Gemini. The sun and the moon are always opposite in the sister signs of each other when we have a full moon. And that's what creates the bright, full light that we're used to seeing in the sky at that time. So, Sagittarius is a mutable sign. So, this full moon can seem very scattered. It is not a super challenging full moon, which is awesome. The energy is just very fluid, very flexible, but very entertaining and energetic and there's a lot of very much missed vital fire energy because we have been in a time, a hot little minute of earth and water energy exclusively earth is stable but also very heavy water is a metaphor for emotion so there's been a lot of emo- emotional energy in the air and a lot of heavy heavy earth energy that we have been contending with now One thing that's interesting about getting my wisdom teeth taken out with this full moon in Sagittarius is that Sagittarius rules over dogma, religion, philosophy, travel, other cultures, and so I wanted to share a myth that I heard or kind of a... A wise tale that I heard from another culture about wisdom teeth. Some people believe that your wisdom teeth are your direct link to your ancestors. On the the wisdom teeth you have on the left side of your mouth. Are your direct link to the ancestors on your maternal side, and the wisdom teeth on the right side of your mouth are your direct link to your paternal side. So that raises a really interesting question when you think about the custom, at least here in you know, the United States or the modern world, quote unquote, that we remove our wisdom teeth. And I remember the very first day I got my wisdom teeth removed, one of my besties flew in from Denver to take care of me. And we were on the phone with her dad and her dad said, well, you don't have any wisdom left and I kind of chuckled and, you know, we just kind of made a joke out of it. But isn't it an interesting concept that we may be disconnecting ourselves from our ancient ancestry through the process of removing our wisdom teeth? It's also interesting to think about the fact that some people are born without wisdom teeth and, you know, what, what are the implications of that? Some people only have one. Some people only have you know, two. So I'm not sure if this falls within my scope of beliefs, but I just thought it was interesting and something that I would share because it's kind of on topic of the full moon in Sagittarius. Now, the same person that I heard this myth from said that you can do a very simple exercise of just asking your ancestors to reconnect to that area of your body, kind of like place themselves in the um, area that either your wisdom teeth didn't ever come in or where they were removed. And that way you can always carry them with you, which is kind of funny to think about like carrying your ancestors in a hole in your mouth. (laughs) But weirder things exist and I just thought it was really cool. So, as you know, full moons are always a time for letting go, releasing, purging and preparing for a new cycle that will be seeded with the following new moon. Now, this Full moon in Sagittarius is happening in the second deacon of Sagittarius, which corresponds to the nine of wands tarot card. And the nine of wands is about learning to release your failures and also your perceived failures. One thing that I always bring up when somebody pulls the nine of wands card is that We tend to be programmed in our society to focus on our failures in the past and to conveniently forget or ignore all of the moments of triumph and success that we've had. So I think it would be a beautiful practice with this full moon in Sagittarius to do a conscious releasing of anything that you perceive as a failure. Because let me tell you something, there is no Success without failure. There is no singular person who has reached their goals without failure. And most people who do extraordinary things, who achieve extraordinary goals, if you talk to them or you listen to them, they will tell you that they failed over and over and over and over. But the difference is that they didn't get caught up in those failures. They saw them as an opportunity to try again, to start again, to move forward, to keep pushing towards their goals. And I am someone who personally doesn't believe in failure. I just, I don't allow it to be something that dictates me um, or my outcomes in life. I tend to believe in progress over perfection because perfection is a false reality that is not ever possible of achieving. So I want you to think about that as you're doing your rituals and you're you're doing um, any kind of releasing around this full moon in Sagittarius. It might even be a good idea since it's a fire moon to write down some of the things that you have perceived as being failures in your life, burning that in a safe space. And then I, I saw this beautiful suggestion that since we have Jupiter and Taurus right now, you get a new plant and you take the ashes from that burned list and you mix it into the soil of your new plant. And that way you can see a physical manifestation of yourself growing through those failures or growing through this new chapter of your life. And I thought that was really beautiful and wanted to share that with you. Now, the sun being in the opposite position of 13 degrees in Gemini is in the second deacon of Gemini, which corresponds to the Nine of Swords, which is a card about anxiety and worry and just kind of sleepless nights where you toss and you turn and you literally lose sleep over things that you perceive are not going to go your way. And the thing about worry is it's as effective as trying to solve an algebra equation equation by chewing bubble gum it does us no good it brings no added benefit to our life and a lot of times the things that we worry about never come to pass so keep that in mind as you're navigating this full moon and you're trying to um release all of these things that maybe have been built up or pent up in inside of you um this is a fireful moon, as I mentioned, and it has kind of a jump scare energy. Um, so there might be very surprising communications that happen. There might be surprising adventures that you go on. There may be surprising epiphanies or revelations that you have. And my suggestion is that you welcome all of these, these changes The other thing with this full moon is we might be seeing a lot of women who are expressing themselves in ways that are larger than life because we have Venus and Cancer conjunct with Lilith and Lilith is the archetype of the dark feminine and Venus and Cancer is also a hyper feminine placement. So there is this energy of women having a collective awakening, a collective epiphany that we are the source of all power we are carrying literal portals between our legs we are the only ones who are capable of building and growing and creating life inside of us and i think that is something that we need to hold on to grab onto and really embrace to the full potential Um, There's also a high chance because this full moon is an immutable sign that there could be a lot of changing of locations or changing of plans. Um, And the best thing you can do with a Sagittarius full moon is just go with the flow. There's not any benefit to digging your heels in or trying to force a certain outcome with this full moon, because it will literally backfire or just not have the outcome that you're desiring. You know, I recently was having a struggle with someone in my community who was kind of treating me poorly in a in community settings and it wasn't anything that would, be super obvious to an outsider, but it was really obvious to me because this person had previously been very warm and inclusive and generous with their time and um, very welcoming to me. And I saw a distinct shift. And my initial reaction was because I have Mars and Aries and you know, it's, it's a fire full moon coming up. I wanted to approach this person and say, Hey, What the fuck is the problem here? Like, what is going on? And I talked to someone who's really close to me, who is a Libra, who is like the king of diplomacy, and he said, Chelsea, that is the exact opposite approach that you should take because, one, if you approach someone with that energy, it only fosters an opportunity for ill will and competition and kind of defensiveness and aggressiveness towards you, he said to me that I have the capital of 20 people. You know, I show up, I participate, I'm loud, I'm proud, I'm full of energy. People always want to be where I am. They always want to come to the events that I'm attending or that I'm throwing. And that's one of my gifts is that people want to follow the sun, right? And he said, instead of following your initial gut instinct to just be like direct and like, hey, what the hell is going on here? He said, you should approach the situation, kill it with kindness and just retract your energy and retract the amount of effort that you're putting into this social situation and just see what happens. And I followed his advice and It had a beautiful effect of opening up this. This relationship and the other person realizing that maybe they had not been treating me in the most kind way and um, they kind of went above and beyond to re-include me and be generous with me when I took this approach. And so two things I'm getting trying to get across by telling this story. One, it may be really, really tempting with the full moon in Sagittarius to put your foot in your mouth. That is classic Sagittarius energy to put your foot in your mouth, but it really will not necessarily have the outcome that you're wanting at this time. The other point that I'm trying to illustrate with this little parable is that sometimes it's best to just remove your energy from a situation or remove your effort and to remember that absolutely nothing in life is personal. People are rarely acting out towards you because they have a personal issue or a personal vendetta against you. It is almost always the fact that they have something going on behind the scenes or they have something going on that they have no idea how to process through and they tend to lash out to people around them. So I just thought I would throw that out for the full moon in Sagittarius. You might also be having extremely strong desires to travel, to explore other cultures. And there are so many benefits that can come from looking at things from someone else's perspective. And the example that I just laid out was me instead of digging my heels in and being stubborn and being like, no, I'm going to confront this person. This is how I operate. This is how I'm going to move forward. I listened to another person's perspective, decided that it was the right thing for me to do and move forward and got a completely different and more positive outcome than I would have if I had gone with my my primal gut instinct, right? The other thing about this energy is that it is always a good idea to solicit the opinions of people around you, specifically from people that you trust, but you should always treat them as opinions it is my deep and and very conviction based opinion that you should never be taking advice from other people. I don't care if it's your mother, your brother, your your spiritual guide me when I'm giving out, you know, a tarot reading or an astrology reading or even when people are seeking me out for mentoring or for life advice. I always say, "Hey, this is just my opinion. You should filter it through your own internal filters and the only person, the absolute only person at the end of the day that you should be taking advice from is yourself because one a lot of times whether people want to admit it or not they are giving you opinions that are biased or that have their own motivations or their own goals and outcomes attached and nobody is living your life. Nobody knows what is right for you. Nobody knows what your true calling is. And nobody has the connection to your inner guides and your intuition like you do. And I'm going to leave you with one more parable, one more example of this exactly. When I was living in Denver two years ago, because I just hit my two year anniversary in Butte, Montana, and I started revealing to people that I was moving to Butte, everyone thought I was bat shit crazy. You would not believe the opinions that I got from other people, the feedback that I got from other people, the unsolicited advice that I got from other people. I literally lost a friend because she did not believe that it was in my best interest to move to Montana. And she accidentally let it slip that she was praying against my wishes and let me tell you as a witch there is no greater sin than praying against the will or the wishes of another person and i had to let that person go even though we had been really close friends for 5 years and looking back at that relationship i realized how much envy and how much expectation there was in that relationship that luckily i was such a strong and you know self-determined person didn't affect me very much, but nobody knew my path. Nobody knew what I was supposed to be doing or what was best for me. And I can tell you, looking back two years from moving to Butte, that it was the absolute best decision that I have ever made as far as relocating. Not only have I learned to live a slower, more content life, I've learned how to operate in community. I've learned wonderful, beautiful lessons in mutual aid. I have a thriving business that I'm literally making more money a month from than I ever made from operating the exact same business in Denver, Colorado which is counterintuitive, but is exactly what happened. I have been able to live completely alone in my own independence, in my own financial security for the first time in my entire life. And that's just the tip of the iceberg of beautiful, wonderful things that came from me listening to my own intuition and nobody else's and Honestly, giving a big fuck you to the haters and to the people who thought that they knew what I should do with my life better than I knew. So I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to leave you with love. I'm going to remind you that I go very in depth on my Patreon, which is Jupiter and Gemini, about what houses the full moon is moving through based on your rising sign and it would mean the world to me if you guys would consider uh, subscribing for $11 a month because I am trying to cultivate virtual income that's consistent for a very exciting new goal that I'm not quite ready to share, but that is going to be another one of those things that a bunch of people are going to question me about, but I believe is the right thing for me to do. And I need that virtual income and that support to make that goal happen. So If you love my content, if you've been following me, if you've been enjoying these free episodes and all of the love and advice that I put out into the world, even when I have just recently have it have had my wisdom teeth out and this was honestly the last thing that I wanted to do I put it off into the literal 11th hour I'm recording this at midnight on Friday before you know we have this beautiful full moon coming up then it would mean the world to me and I'm going to uh, remind you that you can always book a tarot or an astrology reading with me on mountainmagicwax.com I would love if you followed either one of my Instagrams, Noble Lion Prince or Jupiter and Gemini podcast and I am sending you so many blessings as you move forward in the world, as you follow your intuition, as you learn to listen to your ancestors and your guides, as you reconnect with that ancestral wisdom, whether you have wisdom teeth or you don't. And at the end of the day, you always choose what's best for you. I love you and I'm sending off.